Stories on Media. This is Coming Out Stories. It's a podcast about one of the most important conversations of your life. I'm Emma Goswell. You're now going to hear from Saski. She's a singer and a pride host. She did struggle coming out at school, but now works for Educate and Celebrate. Have a listen, because this story includes possibly one of the best parent reactions to a child coming out. You know, everyone always says, oh, I always felt different. That What was that difference? And obviously, at the time, you didn't realise what it was. But I remember playing Kiss Chase with the girls at school, definitely. I remember doing that, yeah. Did you catch any of them, though? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I always tried to catch them, yeah. So, um, yeah, I remember I remember that. I can, But I remember, this specifically remember the time when I actually realised that, oh, my gosh, I really have a crush and fancy my drama teacher. Oh. So I remember that. And, and basically what it was was it was my drama teacher and I was all of a sudden just massively in love with her. And I was in an all-girls Catholic school and I was like, I can't obviously tell anyone about this because I'm going to get, like, no-one's going to appreciate that. But, yeah, I can remember being so excited about the fact that I was really into her and fancied her. But obviously I couldn't tell anyone. But I, I was excited. So it was a weird thing. You know? So did you eventually ever tell anyone about the drama teacher? <laughs> well, you couldn't really tell the drama teacher, I guess. Yeah, I didn't tell... But the thing is, I think I was so blatant with the drama teacher that she, I think she knew. Oh, because, okay. you know, what? You know, people, we don't realise this when we're, like, kids and stuff like how obvious things are maybe yeah. where I'd walk past her and I'd like lick my lips I'd just be staring her in the eyes and that's quite brazen wasn't I yeah. about 13 uh, and I was like um, yeah we'd be licking my lips I'd be looking at just staring at her all the time I'd go up to her often and say I think I've got something in my eye can you check just no. so she would touch my face like I was probably a little pervert really <laughs> Uh, and that, that didn't stop there. Um, so, yeah, so I can remember doing that. But I, I knew I, I was, like, totally in love with her. And the reason I knew that is because uh, I, I actually uh, lived, uh, was brought up in um, pubs. So I was brought up in pubs. And uh, I used to come home from school. I used to come home from school on a regular basis and uh, uh, every day go into the pub put on the music of um, Lionel Richie, Hello, Is It Me You're Looking For? And I'd lie there, on repeat, in the bar. I'd lie on the sofa, just listen to it over and over. And as an adult now, I'm looking back thinking, uh, people must have thought to themselves, what is this girl doing? Every day she's coming home from school, lying on the sofa, listening to Hello, Lionel Richie, Hello, on repeat. I never thought that that was being a gay anthem, to be honest. <laughs> well, I was just hoping, Hello, Is It Me You're Looking For? For oh. me drama teacher. You know, so I was just in love, you know. Oh. You know, the line of being alone with you inside my mind. So it was just a bit like, mm, can I be alone with you outside my mind, please? Oh. But, yeah, so that was my love. Oh. That was my love. So when was the first time you expressed it and actually told anyone about the fact you might be gay or... Oh gosh! So it was, a, it was a couple of years later, and it was a close. It was a close friend. Mm. But I tell you what, I can remember that moment. You know, and I and I really feel sad for myself or people when they ha- have this because you know that whole thing about you're apologising for it. Mm. So I think to myself now, how like proud and out I am. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't ever would. I hate the idea that people were apologising for it. And I can remember saying that whole line of, um, you know, I'm really sorry, but I'm, I'm a lesbian or I'm gay or, you know, that whole... And I remember doing that and I remember being so, you know, so apologetic about it. Now I'm like, oh, my God, like, singing it from the, you know, shouting it from the rooftops. Uh, my friend was great, though. She was very... She was, she was good. But then it was like only she knew. Yeah. I think I was about 17, maybe, yeah. 16. So did you make her keep it a secret then? Because you felt some sort of sense of shame, do you think? 
I think, yeah, definitely. I do, because obviously, if there's no one around you, you know, I'm not going to give you my real age. My showbiz age is obviously 21, but <laughs> I was born in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, and basically, you know, I work in schools now in education, you know, yeah. for Educate Celebrate, and we do a lot of LGBT work to support young people mm-hmm. uh, in coming out and being confident and feeling empowered to be themselves. Mm-hmm. We didn't have that in schools in my day, and, and even before, obviously, and it was all off the back of, you know, Section 28 and everything else. So no one, no one was officially talking about that. Yeah. So there was shame, and even at that point, it's like as much as you may see or know or known gay people um, or LGBT plus people no one was officially really open there might be the odds you know like I say living in a pub there were some gay people but they weren't there was older gay people and it was just you know like almost token people so as a young young kid going I'm a lesbian or, or thinking I'm attracted to women I was very much like oh I, I really can't tell anyone like this because I'm like this because I don't know I can't I, I don't relate to anyone else my age that I know that are you know but obviously that obviously that changed because as you said you're very out and proud now so yes. when when did that happen do you think that you got the courage to say do you know what I don't care who knows yeah it definitely comes with time so so when I did officially finally come out to my parents mm. that whole big thing when I came out to my parents I remember I was out drinking with my friends uh, and then I said uh, to them listen I don't know if you're the same, but it was like when I told one person, it was like you have these these urges. You go, oh, I've got to come. I've got to tell you now. I've got to just tell yeah. you now. Yeah. So uh, it was like that. And I was like, OK, I've got to tell my parents. And I went home. I was like, I went home. And I was thinking, if my parents are still up, then I'm going to go into their bedroom. I think I was about 18. I'm going to go into their bedroom and uh, I'm going to tell them. Anyway, so I walked upstairs. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I opened my parents' bedroom door. And then I was like, um, the light was off. I was like, yes. And as I closed the door back, went to shut the door, my mum went, what do you want? And I went, oh, God. So uh, I started crying my eyes out. And then my mum got up, bless her, went downstairs. And um, I was just, and she was like, um, I just couldn't talk. I was just so, so uncontrollable with tears and, like, just panic and worry. But I was like, I've got to just do this now. I remember telling her, and, I, and she was like, do you want me to say a few things? And she was like, are you pregnant? And I was like, no. Are you taking drugs? I was like, in my head, um, a little bit, but I'm not going to tell you. Um, <laughs> But no, she was like just trying to work it out. And then she said, um, are you gay? And I went, I remember at that point thinking, yeah, I am, but I still couldn't say officially. So I said I'm bisexual because I still said, I felt for me, that's a bit more accepting for them if I said I was bisexual as opposed to going, I'm a lesbian or gay. So that's what I did. So anyway, so my mum was amazing and she just said to me, listen, you can tell me anything, anytime. Like, I, I don't want you to ever feel like you can't be yourself and, you know, I love you no matter what and everything, you know. And I was like, don't tell dad, don't tell dad. Because my dad, he's, just, he's from Liverpool, he's a northerner, ex-sailor, ex-boxer, he's a proper geezer, do you know what I mean? And I was like, oh, mate, my dad's not an Republican, like, you know, he's, I was thinking, and he's lovely, my dad, but you just think, you just worry and you, you get all these silly ideas in your head about how your parents are going to be. Anyway, so I said to my mum, please don't tell dad. She was like, OK, I won't, I won't tell your father. I was like, OK. And then I came home from work the next day and uh, came in knowing I've obviously had that big conversation with my mum and I was like still getting over that and getting used to it and then my dad he walked in and he just handed me a bottle of beer and I said what's that for and he went he's a scouser and he went that's for coming out the closet <laughs> like that and I just like cried oh, brilliant yeah I just cried a bit and I was like oh my god and he said no you know we love you do you know what I mean don't worry we love you and it's okay and 
and and I felt I was just so she did tell him. She did bloody tell him, but I'm pleased she did. I'm pleased she did. Yeah. But the thing is, I didn't know until years later that apparently my dad cried every day for two weeks after that because he was just. But obviously, he never showed me that. So I was so lucky that they was just supportive. And then they was like, "Well, you got to go and tell your auntie. You got to go and tell your family. I've got a big family." I was like, "Oh God, God, I do this massive coming out stuff now." But it's interesting. They always say no one really throws a party when they find out their child is gay. But actually, that's almost the equivalent, isn't it? Your dad was so pleased. He was like, "Have a beer. Congratulations." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never heard I know. Well, this is the thing. I mean, I, I think the thing for your parents is they, they panic. They worry about how people are going to perceive you, how if you're going to get bullied, if you're going to like have issues about being gay and stuff like that. I think that's a big worry for parents. Um, not so much about the um, idea of that you maybe are gay. I, I don't know. But they were very supportive. And even now, you know, they did used to say to me, my dad at one point, he was a bit like, all right, you, you know, your private life's your own, so that's OK. And I was like, well, Dad, I've come out of the closet now and I'm yeah. not going back in it. You're going to meet my girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> didn't like any of them. But, you know, <laughs> hence all exes. No, no, no. That's like the straight or gay, I think, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, no, so that was it, pretty much. That was yeah. it. It's very interesting. My story is very similar. I also got the menu, but from my dad, like, are you... <laughs> On drugs? Are you pregnant? Yeah. Are you gay? I had the exact same list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that's the thing, isn't it? It's the, it's the worry list for the kids, for the parents. Yeah, yeah. But like I say, I think naturally they will just worry. I mean, I'm a mum myself. You know, my son's eight now, and I'm thinking I'll probably have the same conversation. Well, I won't be saying to him, "Are you pregnant?" But you know, <laughs> have you got someone else pregnant? Yeah. But you know, I think it's just a natural thing. You just want to tick off all the worst possible things it yeah. might be, and then go right. What is actually the problem? So then you feel to yourself, okay, it's not actually that bad. It's all right, you know. So. Yeah. So have you had um, issues coming out at work? I mean, you're a singer, but have you ever had issues coming out? No. Did, did you ever question being out as a performer? Uh, no, and I was very... I mean, I just sing and perform on, on the queer scene all the time. So, And obviously I work for Educate and Celebrate, so we do go into the schools to make them LGBT plus friendly. That, yeah. So that is my job, making sure I'm out and proud. Yeah. Um, Uber gay. Uber gay, yeah, yeah. exactly. Queen of queers. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I, so I just... I think because I had good support from my parents, that gave me that confidence mm. to just be myself. So there, it was. It was always a bit. It was almost a bit like I'll go, oh hey, I'm I'm Joe, I'm Sasky, uh, I'm I'm a lesbian. You know, initially you go, I've just got to tell everybody, I've just got to keep telling them. But uh, no, I've been lucky. I've been lucky because I was confident in myself about it, and that's the difference. I think if people are not confident in themselves because of the experiences about coming out, that's going to have a massive impact, whether it's positive or negative. Mm. And obviously, if it's a negative impact, people are still have that. You do have that shame you do have that worry and you're not as confident going oh yeah I'm gay I'm here until you find that yourself so you work with a lot of young people what do you tell them young people that are really struggling to come to terms with their sexuality or gender identity what advice do you do you tell them well, I think the thing is, you need to listen because everyone's got different. Everyone's got a different story. Everyone's got a different situation. You know, the idea of what we do in schools is about making sure that the schools are their safe space. Yeah. We can't obviously control what happens outside, but in schools we set up Pride Youth Networks, which is one of my projects. Uh, when it's about empowering the young people, and that helps them to network with other like-minded friends feel like they've got that support with their um, making changes around their school so it might be policy changes it will be updating visibility around the school so creating LGBT plus visibility so once they start doing these little changes they start feeling empowered themselves they're given assemblies and stuff like that to say uh, you know we're lesbian gay bisexual what does that language mean and to getting people to be talking about and open about it and the thing is it, 
I would always say to my young people, you know, don't let anyone ever tell you that just because you're LGBT plus, whatever, wherever you are on that spectrum, that, you know, you're not worthy or you can't mm. be yourself or, you know, it will take time, but keep your friendship, support your networks and keep everyone close to you who you know is, keep the good people around you because mm. that makes a big difference as well and, and know that actually you're all amazing, <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Um, but how brilliant that that's going on because certainly I was at school in the 80s and, yeah. you know, we hadn't even had Section 28 yet, but there's been and such a hang up from that yeah. isn't it great that young people now can be empowered enough to have an organization like educate and celebrate coming to school and make it more visible yeah i mean yeah it is and it really does make a massive difference but the uh, thing is with that is that that's what we want we want it to get to a stage where people aren't like saying apologizing for their sexual orientation or their gender identity you know and by putting all these changes in schools making it a whole school approach that's the most important things because then it's everyone's it's just raising awareness basically and saying that whoever you are no matter how you identify or who you are as an individual that you should just be able to be yourself and that you can be the best version of yourself by doing that a big thank you to Saski for taking time out of the Diva Music Festival that she was hosting last year to talk to me please do subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from we'd also love to hear from you on Twitter you can find us there at Come Out Stories I'm Emma Goswell and Coming Out Stories is a What Goes On media production Next time round, you'll hear from Mark. Mark grew up in rural Wales, but it was appearing in stars in their eyes that led to him coming out. So that kind of out me to my dad. Spangly outfit, the bleach blonde hair, I had a pink feather boa, and I think I did it a bit too well.